0: Everybody, Zach Joyner here. This episode, we start a couple of different things. And uh, this is a great episode to get started. And we're going to be talking about a lot of stuff this particular episode. So, welcome to the new episode of Spidey Dude Experience. And we're about to get started. Alright, welcome back to another exciting episode of the Spidey Dude Experience. This episode is powered by our friends at Patreon.com. Patreon.com slash Spidey Dude Network. Big thanks to our Patreon subscriber, Vinquint, as well as Scott. We got a new, new Patreon. Scott, welcome to the, uh, to the Patreon. So before we get started, I want to give that shout out to of course, thank you for your support. And if you want to see what all of us is about, head on to Patreon.com so more. So shout out to guys. Episode of on the show's If you like the show, check out the other episodes One of the show, such as Make My main from the, classics, and the World of the World of Worlds, the World of of Worlds, of it was the former flagship uh, show of this one. And uh, I'll, I'll tell you why it's important. In a Chronicle Tales of Spider-Man, it's also on the as well as the modern characters. It's characters, spectacular radio the show that gives you behind-the-scenes look at the spectacular Spider-Man cartoons. Yeah, Again, the fan and critics are available, of course. And we have a podcast show, Jazz, Spotify, One Podcast, and Apple Podcasts of course watch your voice to be going. If so to that you're doing whole they're not can some for right. uh, you. So leave us a review on your favorite podcast for our best to show on the show in a few times. Those listening to the audio version of this, uh please excuse references to visual things and comments of shows, of course, live streaming in most cases on the YouTube channel, live on Facebook and Twitter simultaneously. So, thanks for joining us. And I get to introduce this particular episode i get to introduce good friends such as neil welcome neil check your private chat oh Uh, we've
1: been been texting we've been messaging you for the past three or four minutes oh no we couldn't hear anything we
0: couldn't hear anything you were saying all right we'll take two
2: (laughs) god bless all right that's good (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's all right it's all right to start start again it's okay <laughs> honestly I' mean be being 100 serious just start again yeah again? to Thank start you. again uh, we'll lo- lo-
0: I love live shows okay sorry like,
1: turn, i turn it down to like 50 of what it was yeah
0: yeah, yeah. 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 I, I accidentally bumped it all the way up and that was not intentional
2: so oh, no <laughs> pump it up the live people are just getting a show man this is how it yeah. works yo yeah. You're getting all of it. So sorry, yeah, Omelet. You, you get all you get yeah. you get all the words. <laughs> Did
0: I call you Winkman? God, I screwed they this way. Wankman. <laughs> wankman. <laughs> wankman.
2: Wankman. Wankman. Oh man. Oh, hey, where's oh, Wankman? Man. This where's is gonna
3: be a fun wankman? one. Pictures of Wankman. Wait, are we talking about nonstop tonight? <laughs>
2: nonstop Wankman. Where is it?
0: Take two. Good God never have i ever had this happen before all right hello i'm zach joiner webmaster of spidey executive producer of the spidey dude radio network welcome back to another episode of the spidey dude experience thank you for watching and listening to this episode so before we get started i want to give a shout out to our patreon page our patreon subscribers vink and and Scott. Thank you for your support. And if you want to see what all the fuss is about, head over to Patreon.com slash New Network. For more information, perks include the shout-outs at the beginning of episodes. You'll also be getting the episodes early, later on this month uh, for when we do shows live. So, uh, before we get, uh, just- they also, um, we'll have some more perks coming on later this year, like exclusive episodes as well. So, if you find this show, check out episodes of our other shows, such as Make My Mayday, where we cover the world of MC2, Amazing Spider-Man Classics, which we cover this classic Spider-Man stories. With season 2 we'll be starting later on this year. And Clone Saga Chronicles is a show that's uh, chronicles the tales of the Spider-Man Clone Saga of yesteryear, as well as the modern takes on those characters. Spectacular Radio is also a show that gives you a behind-the-scenes look at the Spectacular Spider-Man cartoon and gives you the fan perspective as well. All these are available on your favorite podcatchers, so be sure to check them out. Remember, we want your voice to be heard because we like to interact with our, with our fans. Uh, we want to give, a big, of course, a big thanks to our Patreon subscribers. I got to fix that. Uh, voicemail line, 818-925-6631 is the voicemail line for the radio network. Be sure to tell us what co- show you're calling about. And leave your name and, work and
3: uh,
0: or, like I said, where you're calling from, your name, and what show you're covering. And we'll, because it's all for the entire radio network. Of course, you can also leave us an email at network at gmail.com. So you can also, or if you're listening to us, you can always join us live and we'll take your comments live on air. So just let, like us on YouTube, follow us on Facebook. Be sure to turn those reminders on as, uh, uh, we'll, they'll tell you when we're going live and stuff like that. So. Leave a review on your favorite podcatcher, and we'll do our best to read it on the show in a future episode. So for those listening to the audio version, please excuse references to Visual Aids and to our live comments as these shows are streamed live in most cases on our YouTube channel, Facebook, and Twitter simultaneously. So without further ado, I want to introduce our panel. Neil, it's me. Twitch thought. Twitch thought. Bogan writer Host of the Broken writer Variety Hour. That's a thing I do. That is a
2: thing you do. And then Paul, hi. You got a new YouTube channel. Yeah. The Com- yeah. Um, yeah, I started a brand new uh, YouTube channel uh called The Comic Binge and it's a, an extension of my podcast and it's going to hopefully become more than that. I've got big big plans that I haven't even announced yet, but our past now. It's crazy. I've got lots of stuff I got planned. But uh, I'm i am just so excited to be also a part of this uh, great show. So I, I can't wait to kind of grow the channel and grow the Even channel with uh, Spotty
0: up.
2: Was that? Even when the host royally screws up. No, no, no. Hey, I screw up all the time. I mean, look, look at my, my, I screw up all over the place. It's all good. Oh, who cares? Not,
0: not me. I'm perfect. Listen, if you want a, a comprehensive discussion about WandaVision and Comics that form that particular uh, show. Definitely check out uh, Comic Binge's YouTube channel. Um, and I also did a subscriber. So
2: hey, I also had Adam on the show uh, for like a, like a fun live stream, and Adam was awesome. He got to meet with my buddy Chris, and we all talked comics. And then I dropped my uh, first official short view video reviewing last week's Swamp Thing issue, which was great. So uh, more short views are on the way. Um, they're not that too hard for me to put together So I'll probably do a, a bunch of them So expect a eternal short view Over the last three issues soon Nice yeah. uh,
0: mm-hmm. Of course you can always watch Bogan Rider Variety Hour 8pm Saturdays at twitch.tv That is the Bogen Rider Variety Hour uh, Speaking of Adam I also do other things <laughs> He does do other things He's on uh, Crawl Space's uh satellite show every month well i also do i also do gaming on
1: twitch so if you guys like destiny or dungeons and dragons i do that
3: yeah there you go I hello used to play, adam I used to play destiny. i'm i'm here uh yeah <laughs> Welcome yeah, to the dude. Show. yeah dude
2: dude adam oh. was like adam revealed his love for doom patrol last week and i was like okay well, like, I,
3: well, I like, I, I, haven't read the comics yet, but I really like the show. But it, it, the show made me want to read the comics. Well, so, yeah, but, yeah. But, but
2: when you eventually get the comics, we'll talk about them. It's not the first trade. So, yeah. comic binge. Me and Adam, we're going to get yes, on that. Yes.
3: yes, It'll happen someday.
2: Probably we'll soon. It. Who knows? It will happen sooner than you think, my friend. Sooner <laughs> than you think.
0: Yeah, so obviously these are not a part of the network, but they're affiliated with the network. Like, Mubin Rider actually is affiliated with the network. So, like, it's, they get to do their own stuff, but I always want to give them the opportunity to um, talk about
2: things. So I may not be a part of like it's an official network, but we're I'm part of it in spirit. Sure, that's what I like
0: to see it. So obviously, we got our introductions out of the way. So tonight we're going to be talking about a couple of issues. Originally, I was just going to do um, one issue, but then they're like this big new number one this bring new shiny new number one that uh you know uh, <laughs> yes sir that you know is a thing. i can't it's, wait it's, to hear
1: it's the comic that would never it was the comic that would perpetually delay
3: itself right. neil didn't think it would come out but I, I
1: generally thought that it was just a publicity stunt that would never come out after like a year he was <laughs> wrong
3: and you i can't i honestly can't wait to hear what paul has to say about the last pages of that issue <laughs>
0: Yeah, all right, so <laughs> clearly we are, there is, and something happens at the end of ASM tonight that uh, I'm definitely going to have to be talking about for a little bit, because oh, yeah. it's a thing. It's a big uh-huh. deal. <laughs> yeah. Uh. <laughs> so, all right, tonight we are going to be covering ASM 61, I don't know why I put eight sixty three because I did that wrong. Let me fix that right quick. Eight sixty two, I think. It's eight sixty two. Yeah, legacy numbering, eight sixty two. Fat fingered that one, but yes, this is the issue. I, I got the standard cover. I didn't get any of the variants. There was uh, only
1: there wasn't. I didn't. Oh, there was that one by the guy who did the Marvel Comics one thousand page. I don't even know his name, but that was so, the one they, that was the one they advertised on the front page.
0: Right. Uh, new costume, new job, new era, new spider era begins here. So this is kind of phase three. If, if, if we're kind of talking a little bit about the setup, we kind of, we, we've, the four of us have kind of talked about this on and off throughout the show's existence, but really phase one, I consider to be one through 29. So 802 through 830, you know, that's kind of a really clear line. And then issue 831 through 861. It's kind of a the second phase. And now we're kind of in phase three. So very interesting book. Um, we'll talk about it. I just wanted to share the screen right quick because to show it off. Uh, <laughs> our, I'll do the recap right quick. The re, uh, We open with a brief recap, speaking of recaps, uh, with the first page of the issue kind of recaps the last couple of months. And then we get uh, a shocker robbing a bank. And and Speed Demon. Yeah, and Speed Demon both. And, and Hydro Man. Yeah, Hydro Man, Speed Demon, and Shocker are robbing this bank. They're fighting uh Peter no, in Paul, you're Ray- muted. Paul, you're
2: muted. So sorry. I have a quick I have a quick question for you guys about Hydro Man.
0: Because yeah. I have
2: this issue with this. Okay. It, I think Hydro Man's a lot more powerful than that. like is in this what these panels show. A Speed you Demon. Yeah, it's Speed Demon's a little bit similar. Shocker, not as much. I mean, they're all deadly to an extent. But Hydro-Man's kind of a powerful character, and they make it seem like a schmuck in this. Do you guys, do you guys agree? Superior, well, Speed Demon's inherently powerful,
1: but Superior Foes made him out to be kind of a idiot. Well, after, no, I agree. After, agreed.
0: after, um, I think the last time I saw Hydro-Man in Amazing Spider-Man was in that, uh was one of the slot issues where- It was ASM 666- just before Spider Island. Yeah, exactly. Ooh. It was uh, Stefano Caselli did it, and he, he like he froze him. He job he jobbed
1: spider. He, he used like a spider tracer that like a cryo spider tracer to freeze yeah. him. Yeah, that's right. I I read the slot run, Paul. <laughs> I liked that
2: bit. So I liked liked it. It. so this issue, I don't remember. I haven't read that in so long. I I forgot. It's been a minute. It's been like
0: seven years, I think. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's been a long time. Uh, the Amazing Spider-Man. Let's try something new. Is the name of this particular book written are. by Hugh Spencer Patrick Leeson's the artist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We cut to the Kingpin having his uh, his cabal of his very various, uh, various uh, crime lords, having a, a conversation about uh, what he requires in return, and goes throughout pretty much the entire issue. And we go to uh, Fred Myers, of course, being mentioned as Boomerang. Everybody hates him.
1: I, I that joke will never get old. Like the, the yeah. fact that like every major crime boss just hates Boomer. Yeah, I love it. <laughs>
0: yeah. So, uh, brief recap of Peter and Boomerang kind of going through and find, trying to find the the Lifeline Tablet. We then cut to
1: R- real quick. Can we go over the locations that they that they find these things in? They have uh, a sewer, uh, yeah. a building site, a library, a giant ball sack, and vermin clones. <laughs>
0: No, that's the t- that's the Liberty Torch, not a ball sack, dude. <laughs> no. oh, the hell! Oh, Neil, Oh, Jesus! All right, moving on. I heard so, the new Pokemon so is good, we Neil. Got back, we cut back to Peter <laughs> and uh, and Fred. Uh, they're at the apartment and they're playing Call of Duty: Latveria. Win is so good, I love that. When <laughs> suddenly. Gog destroys the television (laughs) again. Apparently, so Peter is using his means of photography to try to get on the algorithm and do cute Gog pictures.
2: So So they count.
0: It's a hit. hit. It's a hit. But then Peter decides he really needs to go find a job. It's not really generating any revenue. Actually, that was well. That was (laughs) Fred
1: as far as as the
3: blame. (laughs)
1: Yeah. As far as I know, um well, I I do like the reference to being to Lockheed from the X-Men. Yeah. Yes. But um I think they mentioned like there's a couple of sponsors, but I'm assuming that it was mostly just like they get
0: free dog toys rather than any actual money. Yeah. Yeah. They're they're getting sent free probably experimental dog toys. So we then cut to uh how desperate Peter is for a job. It's Nora Winter's desperate, so uh Needless to say, he, he gets shown around at the Threats and Menaces again. And that's when we get introduced to this new costume for uh, a gift for the friend. Cut back to, uh, to Peter fighting Hydro Man and Speed Demon, as well as Shocker, uh, getting back to the fight that begun the issue, really dynamic page. Then kind of going back and forth where Nora then puts the mask on. Nora?
1: Uh, can, I, can I just say it's hilarious that like in her lust for news she doesn't realize that his that the mask is a perfect fit for him
3: <laughs> yeah
0: so she's all like showing him how everything works and then we get reintroduced to the man in the chair himself jay jonah jameson that's right jonah is the seeing it as a means of opportunity and so basically peter's gonna get paid twice to work for threats and that's gonna
1: that's gonna bite him in the ass later when like the checks bounce this whole
3: thing is gonna bite
1: him in the ass. It's great. Well, yeah, but that part, but that part in particular has like tangible money yeah. consequences. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so, needless to say, um, we then get kind of cut back to the fight with Jameson, kind of yelling in Peter's ear, telling him to do various things, like throw the one-liners out there. The audience poll—they want to see a web monk, and there's an audience poll, and so. Well, it should be
3: it should be explained that this suit is like it's like a VR thing. People yeah. can like hook in, hook of, up it's, into it's it. Kind of, like,
1: it's kind of weird. Like they it, they kind of they kind of assume it's like a regular Twitch stream, but there's also yeah. a VR component, I guess. Yeah, yeah. So it's like it's like a melding of different and various
0: technologies. Basically, they've got all these. They've got the cameras built into the lenses to where Peter can broadcast live on threats and menaces as he fights. The audiences can participate. There's very <laughs> Bits, and uh, apparently there's some sponsorships. So Peter, that that like there's like a firework. that says you undies.
1: I that I love like those three. Pan- Spencer is a master of those three panel visual gags. Like there's the one in right. ASM eleven where like there's there's the Jonah and there's the Kingpin and Spidey billboard and yeah, Peter, and yeah. Peter turns around and goes that's Photoshop. <laughs> so.
0: Uh, then we cut to uh, real journalists at the Daily Bugle talking about everything going on, and that was low blow, um, a low blow, Zach. A low blow.
1: Hey, as a twitch, as a twitch thought, I take offense to that.
0: You shut your mouth. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just channeling my inner Robbie Robinson. So <laughs> That's Robbie, fair. That's fair. Robbie's meeting with Glory and and some other uh, writers at uh, the Bugle, and there's a big expose on Thompson Lincoln, uh, aka Tombstone, and then. Lori's kind of throwing some more stuff in there whenever uh robbie leaves to go talk with his son so that's that's yeah so they, we this think is uh, good, this is gonna end well there's a lot of this is a, this
3: is gonna be a great arc <laughs>
1: this, is, this is actually like a really dense issue like a lot of people said like yeah. not a lot happens but like there's three or four different plot points running all, yeah, so yeah exactly it's, it's setting up
3: all this stuff is set up for and it's gonna be concluded probably by the end of it so yeah so
0: did you update the flowchart?
3: Yes, I did.
1: Oh, I even added I even added highlights.
0: Nice. Neil's okay. flow we'll get to that when you get wow. to uh, we'll get to that in a minute. Okay. We finished the, the recap. Well, get it ready. Right. Get it ready though, Neil. Get it ready. I, ha- I have the notebook. So then we cut back to Kingpin and we're finally figure- like we're finally getting to the point of what this whole meeting was about. Basically, whoever brings uh <laughs> brings him the head <laughs> I love this. alive. He wants boomerang alive. <laughs> A utterly literal get-out-of-jail-free card. <laughs> silly, I, but I, it works. I, I, I assume,
1: it's like mon- I assume in, in the Marvel Universe there is a Marvel Monopoly
0: with like Iron Man yeah. as, the, as a Monopoly man, and That's I, I love that idea. That's great. Tony Stark is Mr. Moneybags. <laughs> yeah. So we then cut to L. Thompson Lincoln thinking he's like, listen, that'll, that'll certainly benefit me. Cut back yeah, dude, to- You got to do it in the Keith David voice. I, I cannot. <laughs> <laughs> That's too bad. Uh, I'm not going at, at least not for now. I'm not going to yeah. So we go to uh, how um, they have found Spider-Man's weakness and they're going to exploit it. Peter is wrapping up everything that's going on with the Hydro-Man and and uh, Speed Demon as well as Car- uh, Shocker. And then we cut to the final page where Bullseye, because uh, they basically said we're the distraction. Meanwhile, Boomerang's at the park with Gog, talking with some chicks, and uh, well, Bo- Bullseye's got his aim, and you uh, one order, Mr. Mayor, and the Gog gets it. Real real quick,
1: I thought back to that page from Superior Foes, where it's like comparing their Twitter feeds. You got Bullseye fighting Wolverine and Madripoor, like a million hits, and then Boomerang's hanging out in the park with his dog, gets like one like. <laughs>
0: So meanwhile, so at the to me, the end of the issue went I was like I was like no. <laughs> I was
1: I was honestly more like scared for Gog than I was, I was. like, I was like I was finding, was finding out for finding out who Kindred was. That's how attached I am to Gog. Yeah. <laughs> then on the very next
0: page, something <laughs> happens. Uh oh. <laughs> and I've got to share the screen because I got to explain this particular element of why I'm probably going to be incredibly biased. And I'm going to give every, like I'm going to explain that I don't care. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> here Very here special again. issue. Oh, that's the wrong screen. Uh, I was about to say, uh, well, there wasn't even a screen, so no, I was, <laughs> it's it different on Firefox than it is on. Uh, so here it is. This is the letters page. I'm going to zoom in Top right-hand corner. Who's that? Who's that guy? Oh, it's you. <laughs>
2: yeah, <laughs> it's you.
0: It's me. I got published. He's <laughs> amazing, Spider Man.
1: You know, you know, awesome. to, you know. To quote another Nick Spencer book, his Ant Man run from Superior Iron Man. Oh, you're one of those people. Yes,
0: I uh, am. <laughs> I don't care. So let me kind of explain. I wrote this letter um, back in November, right after issue fifty three. Because I went back and looked. And so I'm going to briefly read it. If you'll indulge me for a second. I said, Dear Spider Office, Wow, just wow. I've been reading Spider-Man since 1995. I was a child of the Clone Saga, survived the Mackie Burn era, enjoyed the JMS era, largely was disinterested in the BND era, although still read it, and Slott's run was very hot and cold. For years, I did not feel the need to write in, but here I am. Nick Spencer, thank you. Nick Lowe, thank you. As someone who has podcasted about Spider-Man since 2006, I have reviewed many issues over the years, hundreds. I tried to find the good and all, old and new. For the first time since my childhood, I feel Spider-Man is fun again. It's interesting again. Thank you for making MJ part of the book again. Thank you for making Norman and Kingpin Spider-Man villains again. Thank you for making me care about Fred, Randy, Carly, Nora, Craven, Chameleon, and even Chance again. Thank you for making Harry the absolutely crazy lunatic that he should have always been. Thank you for Ryan Otley, Humberto Ramos, Patrick Leeson, and all the other great artists this run has had.
2: You said thank, thank you, Herberto Ramos?
0: I did. That was yeah. a that that actually like I Paul got Paul
2: got beat me to it. Good I Lord. was like, wait, hold on a second. Do we gotta rewind those shows again. <laughs> Listen. I'm just I know, I know you like a on time and with plenty of time, Roberto Ramos, not a, yeah. a rush, Roberto Ramos. I exactly. get,
0: it. Exactly. I get it. I get, it. I, I get it. Roberto just just Ramos, we got for much of the run, was some of his best Spider-Man work, in my opinion. So, just, I'm just flipping I'm just flipping you. <laughs> Be good. Be good. Continuing, I said, thank you for making Spider-Man excellent month in and month out again. I I always felt for the guys who came aboard and picked and picked up the pieces that were left on the floor when One More Day hit the shelves. mine and Stan's birthday in 2007, they had their work cut out for them. Well, I'm sure that there were many, Well, I'm sure many came back to the title, it felt like things were off for a long time. For the most part, Mr. Spencer has been able to address them one by one, and now the cloud and scepter of One More Day is being addressed and embellished. It's the literal third rail that felt so avoided and needs to be discussed and maybe even enhanced. During the plague that shall not be named, I reread all the runs, looking at the clues, picking up on things I had missed. When it came to 850, I was like, yes! Best Goblin arc since J.M. DeMatteis' spectacular run in 1997-1998. Where Norman Osborn is just an absolute jerk. Can't use adult language in a Spidey comic. (laughs) I haven't in years sat in wait for the regular issue, but I am here. The reveal of Kindred was maybe teased a lot, but there seems to be... Boy, that leg. Oof. A bigger, more important story here, and I'm along for it. Thank you for bringing Bagley back. He was sorely missed, and I can't wait for him to get into his groove and be the Bagley we all know, love, and drool over his artwork. Not literally. we got to keep the books meant. <laughs> I know this year has been difficult, but please know that your hard work is paying off. These last 50-plus issues have been a treat, a delight, and they are epic in scale. Keep up the excellent work. <clears throat> I am the guards. Zach Joyner response thanks for the kind letter zach nick s is doing such a great job and seems to be dare i say it a kindred spirit to you nick pat mark and the rest of the team have so much in store for you and i can't wait to hear from you as it all comes out so that my friends was the letter that got printed today by me I think, I think
1: people forget, I think people forget how like important the letter's page is because it makes people feel like their voice is being heard. Even if yeah e- even if it's kind of just more obligatory than anything, it still makes people it still gives off the people the feeling that their voice is being heard by the office.
2: Well, if I if I can if I may, I remember like like when Al Ewing does uh, the Immortal Hope letter pages, I really like them. The, he does a great job of being very personal in them and uh, you guys, I'm not sure how familiar you all are with Savage Dragon, uh, the Eric Larson comic book, but back in the day, I'm not sure if he does it anymore. He was very—he'd answer everything himself and would talk a lot about, you know, answers, very honest answers about things. And I love that. In fact, I—I—I I, I got printed off in um, in a Freak Force comic book that was Eric Larson's uh, team book at the time, uh, and also a Star Wars droids issue. If you look look up Star Wars droids, the first miniseries, Dark Horse. Uh, Issue six, I'm printed in there and uh, writer Wyndham uh, responded. I got to talk to him years later about it. Very nice. Very nice man. So anyway, it's super cool. I love I love letters pages, they're great. I mean, look back at those old uh Mason Spider-Man comic books, George R. R. Martin, Kurt music they're all in there. It's great. Like it's 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 people like you said, Neil, it gives them a sense that, that they are listening to us, even though it's 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 not the same necessarily as as real printed email or mail, excuse me, it's email, but yeah, I, I think it's still important, regardless of like, like what you said.
0: Yeah, like I say, you know, if you want to, if you want to know what the, how they're doing, drop a line. It's SpideyOffice at uh, Marvel dot com, and just be sure to put okay to print, uh, and they'll, you know, they may or may not. Look, I I, I wrote that letter thinking, okay, I'm not going to get printed, it's never going to see the light of day, but I I still wrote in, and I never, you know, like I said, never expected it to happen. Uh right after my letter was a very negative letter. <laughs> yep. <laughs> that was like the opposite of what I had to say. Yep. Um guy did not like it long time, 30-year, you know, veteran and was very, you know, disenfranchised with the tone of the story and how dark it was. And look, it was a dark story. I mean, anybody that's watched these streams knows that we talked about a lot of uh, a lot of things we liked and didn't didn't like. Um you know, I I do. Uh, I, listen, I was on. I've been on cloud nine all day. Nothing, literally nothing, could get put me out of this mood. I, I've been in such a good mood today. So, um, all right, we're gonna go around the horn. Uh, Paul, your grade is.
2: Oh, you Oh, sorry. I thought you were gonna put it up for me. Well, yeah, I was gonna oh. let you. Speak. Oh, you're so kidding me. It's an A+. I love this comic book. I absolutely adored it. There's so many different reasons why. And I I personally think that what I love the most about this comic book is the fact that Nick Spencer has managed to somehow take all these old aesthetics from the Spider-Man comic books that we all love and grew up with that maybe are outdated, like the pictures and things like that, it's giving us a different take on that idea and he's literally it's 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 very meta what he's doing but it's also it also works the whole idea of the costume being this uh, an extension of him taking pictures of himself as spider-man is essentially the same thing but it's modernized a little bit now it's a lot more dangerous absolutely and it is like what Adam was saying there's gonna be repercussions from what's going on but I love the fact that it, it's not it's literally a an up-to-date version of that and it's like yeah that makes a lot of sense um you could you could nitpick a, lo- a little bit of the characterization that spider-man wouldn't do this um i think that there's i think there's some validity to that to be honest i think that uh i i, I get that but at the same time i i, I think the biggest trump card and out in the middle of it i was like i don't know if spider-man would do this and then literally when they said, what's the difference between this and taking pictures of Spider-Man up close? I went, Got a point, actually. (laughs) Touche. Touche. So that, to me, eliminated everything. And I thought it was a great job of, again, like J. John Jameson being like the the point person. And there's ways, I mean, yeah, it's loosey-goosey, but I I thought it was great. I thought this was a fantastic introduction. And I'm going to say it right now, people. I'm going to say it right now. Ah, uh, this costume is is it's growing on me. This thing's growing on me. Like I, I at first I was like this is complete dog crap. We'll grade it. And, well, grade it separately. Um, but I, I think like it, I'm I'm in, and I think the origin of the costume is perfect too. I I'm a little I don't know have they and don't go crazy on this, but have they announced or have they explained who made this costume?
0: Not yet. I okay. I have
2: a, I have a theory and I'll talk about right. that. I have no theory. So but but um I will say that it's really cool the fact that they all set this up and, and everything. I, I just love it. And there's a mystery behind it. It also sets up the fact that this could be a potential future Spider-Man character, like by itself, just like just like the Iron Spider costume. Because it's a whole separate costume. So I'm kind of into it. Like I I, I, I gotta say, Neil, your boy Gleason freaking knocked out of the park on this comic The (laughs) art art is so good it's so good and not just the art now in my youtube video as i'm going to plug right here uh about swamp thing i bring up uh when i grade something um for the short views i bring up i don't grade it as art i grade it as storytelling and to me that's the most important thing of a comic book for the most part and gleason can draw pretty, pretty pictures the storytelling in the panels he lays out here is so good. I mean, it goes from basic to just really dynamic stuff. And the 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 page, digital play uh, page eleven. I'm not sure if I want to bring that up or not, or not Zach. Um, but digital page eleven of him in the suit is just so dynamic. It's so cool looking and just I. It made me fall in love with the suit straight up. Like I've seen stills and from the comic books, and it's fine. This page by itself, page eleven, made me just fall in love with the book. Comp- or the look completely so i love it i love everything about it it's great um yeah this page right here
0: that are listening to the audio version i've pulled it up it's where peter is punching hydro man and and kind of in the middle of the fight uh we see the the way the different the lenses kind of work where they kind of you know widen and and condense quite a bit very reminiscent if you've watched uh, the mcu spidey uh, like the way when the eyes are super beady if you've seen oh, the, the
2: instant MCU kill mode video.
0: oh yeah um but yeah definitely
2: that's, not, that's vintage though i mean like that's what mcfarlane and larson they all did that stuff too well, that's well, not well, no, a, but Paul, I, i'm betting i'm betting the guys at funko
1: made them put <laughs> in the beady eyes somewhere in the oh, course,
0: they, just I mean, had- <laughs> they had fun, like in a week
2: <laughs> well, you know what, though? The BDIs aren't really prevalent in this issue, and I think yeah. – I'm not sure if that's you know necessarily a uh, – They went back and retroed it or whatever, but I think this look is phenomenal – not phenomenal, but I think it's a really good look. It's it's really growing on me. I, I, I'm starting to really like it, and I like the fact that it's, it's serving a purpose. It's not just like, I need a new costume, which I'd be fine yeah. with too. I love that stuff, but – it's serving the purpose of a story and I like that it has, it's, I don't know. It's like I said, it's growing on me. One last page I'll say, and I'll move on uh, or I'll move on to somebody else. Uh, page 14, Zach, if you could just really quickly, uh, please. Another great example of Gleason's great layouts. Look how great this is. Uh, this is a, Uh just four basic panels with that. I just, with, uh, the Jonah anchor and everything. That's phenomenal. Like that is so, this is so good. I love it. Gleason has won me over already, but this makes me fall in love with him more and more, honestly. So I might have to read Super Sons, Neil. I might have he to was, read it. He, he wasn't, he didn't do Super Sons. That was Jorge Jimenez. Thought, who, what Superman, did he, he did Superman he did, with, uh, he, did, he, did, Superman. he did Superman with Tomasi. Yeah. Okay. I might to read Tomasi. He, he also, did, he also did Batman and Robin with Tomasi. So, Oh, that was the, that was the new 52 version, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. I liked that book back in the day. I, I like that first run. Tomas is a solid writer. Anyway, I, I digress moving on right. a plus, great book your raid
3: who me yes you okay you? um i'm like teetering between a b plus and an a minus um i do i do like the issue it's good uh i think see that's the thing i like that uh I do like that there's a reason for everything that's happening here. Like, okay, Peter needs money. So he needs a a job. Fred's basically saying, Oh, this is your problem. (laughs) Like (laughs) we're going to, we're going to try to do, I'm I'm trying to do this, you know, influencer thing, but it's not making any money. So Peter, you take care of the money thing. Peter's like, all right, I got to go. And I guess I got to go and, you know, work with Jonah and Nora again, but that it's, it works. Like it's, it's a good story hook. Um, Ah, uh, the costume's interesting. I was not expecting uh, I was not expecting it to be a part of the this workplace dynamic thing like i I wasn't expecting Nora basically giving him this costume. Uh, but it is
2: I don't know it, it's it, Wait, did you see Nora in the costume you thought Nora was gonna put on the costume? No no
3: no I, I mean she basically gave it to him like she oh, showed man. it to She's like,
2: oh this is for you know this is this
3: is for this is a gift for spider man Mm-hmm. Um I wasn't expecting that. I thought like Peter was going to make this or something, like I don't know, at school or somehow, like yeah. I don't know, like some kind of weird Horizon Labs kind of thing. I don't I don't know. So that was kind of a curveball and it's interesting that it you know, it ties into this new job. The fact that he's basically he's live streaming his Spider-Man fights and he's becoming he's basically he's becoming like, you know, a Twitch streamer, a YouTube streamer, whatever. I relate to him so much in this book. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's just it's such a it's such a unique concept cuz yeah and it, and it's like okay like Paul was saying like oh this might not totally be in character but Peter in the story acknowledges that he's like mm-hmm. I don't know if he's like you know Spider-Man being Spider-Man is dangerous. <laughs> this isn't like, you know, a fun thing. This is dangerous. But then it's like okay, he sees the paycheck and he needs the money. So it's like all right, I'll give it a try. And guess what? The people really like it. It's interesting. It, like, it, it wins, it wins the, it makes, it makes him, like, it wins the people over on him even more, I guess. Which, you know, there's always that thing where, like, oh, people don't trust Spider-Man, or, like, the people love him. The, you know, the, the old thing was the Daily Bugle hated him, but, you know, that's over. But anyway, it's just, it, it's a weird it's a weird, unique refreshing of this old idea, like Paul was saying, mm-hmm. and it 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 works, I guess, or at least it works in this climate that we're living in right now, I guess um, I think the suit yeah, like the more I see the suit, the more I kind of like it. I think really the big thing is uh, even though I didn't mind the really small eyes, I think that having the eyes be big regular spider-man eyes but yellow was a good revision on gleason's part i was kind of joking like oh i wonder if dustin weaver is mad because you know gleason totally got rid of the small eyes but then you read the issue and he didn't get rid of the small eyes they're actually there they just you know move around and stuff so it's i think it's a look that you know people are not going to like it. I think people are going to start liking it more. I said it before when it's in a video game, people probably love it. Um, contrarianism uh, at its
1: finest. Yeah. Uh,
3: what else? Um, like I said, like (laughs) Gog's life being threatened. I was like, no, no, don't do it. seriously. And I'm, uh, I have the, I mean, I think that'll, I mean, that'll turn out fine. I'm sure like Gog will Hulk out and, and do a Gog smash. Um, but I, I think this is, a, this is a good setup issue. All, these, all this stuff that people, all these plots that people are like, oh, they're dropped, and it has been a long time. Chart time. But now, now they're yeah the chart, as, as Neil brings out the chart. Um, but the stuff's getting addressed, and I think it's going to be a fun ride. Just this, like, there's so many hooks going on here. You know, you got Tombstone. You got Randy and the Beetle. You got Kingpin. It's you know, it's all coming together, and it's 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 fun.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Jumping. Ahead. Speaking of charts, we're gonna jump over to uh, Neil. What's your grade, Neil? Okay, so this video
1: is sponsored by Goldfish. By the way, not really. Please don't sue us, Goldfish. <laughs> um, so well, they I'm sue gonna... you.
2: They want you to promote their stuff. That's...
1: <laughs> <laughs> Uh, is, it, is it Pepperidge Farm? Yeah, it's Pepperidge Farm. Dude, um, uh,
2: goldfish are delicious, by the way. Like, no, yeah, I have. Yeah. I, I just have yeah. this
1: giant bag. Anyways, uh, right. I I'm, giving an mi- I'm giving an A. I'm giving an A minus, teetering on a B plus, mainly because of some weird art, weird art hiccups. It's weird because um, it's that it's that second to last page where the where the Boomerang Revenge Squad is hanging out, and it's like they're all kind of like just hanging loosely in the air. Um, but yeah this is a really solid issue to what is essentially this brand new era of spider-man um Venkman brings up a good point the spider-man becomes screwball in this issue what? um i think it's treated i was about to say it's treated with a lot more irony and made fun of rather yeah. than just like taking exactly. it face value We're yeah. like where like jonah's like
3: he doesn't want to do you this. Read, you,
1: gotta read out, you gotta read out the jokes. You gotta yeah. You know, an audience <laughs> poll that makes you. The, we want you to the web muck and then like a little flare yeah. comes up with those. sponsorship. It's it. it's per-
3: And Here's Peter does thing. not want to do it.
1: <laughs> I love when Spencer goes into like the social satire. Well, like when he yes. when he just makes fun of social trends. That's when that's some of his best stuff. Right. Especially especially when it comes to like being in the Marvel universe, like the Iron Man. Uh, Mister Moneybags got a jail free card. Like those kind of visual gags that I'm sure he talks with his artists a lot yeah, i love those kinds do. of things and and getting back into the comedy and the fun stuff is when spencer is at his strongest i think I'm, I'm not saying that like his his dramatic stuff isn't good i just find his comedy stuff more entertaining um i i was i did have a theory about uh the suit it's chameleon because remember if you, if anyone here has read asm 40 Nora's is being funded by the chameleon
3: right yeah that's a very good, uh, that, that ties that in pretty yes, well, especially and, in the, the for the next arc. So.
1: And speaking of which, it's chart time. Okay. Baby. This time with highlights. Okay. Nice. So everything in the Western Hemisphere or the <laughs> Eastern Hemisphere Eastern, yeah, Eastern. is uh, what's happening in this arc, the Let's Try Something New arc. And then recently we got announcement that the next arc is the Chameleon Conspiracy, which we know covers at least these three plot points. Plus, mm-hmm. probably this one considering the uh, allusion to threats and menace that threats and menaces in this arc and that chameleons is funding it mm-hmm. um, and so that's right. what, this is one two three four five six seven eight nine ten plot points taken out in less than ten issues and so I present to you the new and improved chart post chameleon conspiracy.
3: <laughs> there we go. Um,
1: so it's much it's much less cluttered and so that gives us more time to spend on separate plot points. Um, not a whole lot to say on the, that. I just that's just, this is assuming that everything on goes
0: Discord page. The Discord page link is up on spydashdude.com. Uh you can find it there.
1: Yeah, the ma- the main chart. I will make a PDF of this chart too of of chart 2 and um, it'll be there but yes. um, I did I, I always enjoy going back to the boomerang well as sure. well it, every time he has Fred on it's a genuine treat I I think back to um, Superior Foes when I, I mentioned Superior Foes earlier but I thought of another run when Bullseye was in, when they were in the church and Bullseye closed the door behind him and then uh, Fred takes out his girlfriend who turns to be Felicia later and he's like take her instead do that thing that you did the Bullseye that you're really proud of and i I could just see that happening with like these these two uh ladies in the park with their dogs boomerang throws them in front of the sniper in front of bullseye please no (laughs) but um i don't know i i just really enjoy spencer when he's poking fun at uh not only the the social trends that are in happening in america right now which makes it feel very real if a little dated at times but you know everything is always going to be dated with comics i mean They had a modem. They had a dial phones back in the sixties. So, yep. Um, But I also enjoy like making fun of even Marvel's own corporate culture. Like making fun of the costume. The 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 costume is. is, I thought it was going to be like something taken totally seriously. Like you know, I I remember one of the theories was like Peter was so badly injured that he needed the super suit to recover. No, this is really just they made it so that he could be a Twitch streamer,
2: and I love that
1: (laughs) Spencer. There, there's there's that meme about subverting expectations that people kind of exacerbate now. Like, oh, subver- subverting expectations is bad now, guys. But this is one of those times when Spencer absolutely nails it with like throwing our expectations out the window and just doing something completely different. So, yeah, easy, easy B plus A minus. Definitely.
0: After chart time with Neil, we jump to me. So, okay. Full knowing that this bias is going to come out. (laughs) I don't, like, I'm sorry. Like, I know that my bias is going to be showing. It's okay, sport. We love you, too. Like, you know, this was probably an A-minus, B-plus type of issue, but it got bumped, you know, to a full, bam, to the the very top. Yes, I know. It's because my letter got printed. So... (laughs) I, I enjoyed the but here's the thing I really enjoyed the issue I thought this was probably Gleason's strongest issue um uh, not related to Last Remains I thought Last Remains was kind of like his you know big arc where he got to kind of flex those artistic muscles really dynamic uh he makes this suit look so much better than it is and mm. so I, I, I well I really do I I think I think his art especially like on this cover this cover is is to me better than the cover that we're going to get next issue, uh, and that's not like I don't hate. It's grown on me. It's been a couple of months since the announcement. Uh, there was a lot of people that didn't like it, but I like that it makes story sense. It's not just it's. Not, it, there's you know there's been some times where it felt like that they brought in costumes just to bring in costumes, and it wasn't necessarily just to, that there was any meaning behind it and you know,
2: so i oh go ahead zach. i'm sorry zach go ahead
0: um i i like i like the elements of the fact that it makes story sense i like that we've picked up finally from the threats of menace uh that peter's you know taking the job uh i like how jonah's portrayed here jonah is hilarious he makes me laugh at this issue it's a good natural evolution of
1: not only peter's career but also the peter jonah relationship that we've seen since like as uh, since
0: spec number six They feel like partners instead of adversarial employee employer. Um, So, yeah, I I feel like that this issue does a really good job setting up the next several issues. It's very much a jumping on issue. This issue has the gives you like if you have this, there's very clear jumping on jumping off points throughout various comics, but this one felt like the most you know, every issue is someone's first mentality that we haven't seen in a while because we've been so in the weeds with, with Kindred and That's stuff like That's a great that. point, Zach. That's yeah. a great yeah. point. This yeah. feels like, okay, phase one, you know, builds up to the reveal that he has the ring. Phase two builds up to the fact that, that uh, you know, uh, that Kindred's in the box, right? And the director mm-hmm. comes with that and his, and, and Peter's, you know angst about everything that's gone on so that's where that's where phase two ends now we're in phase three and so after all the dark 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 stuff it felt really good to have a very light story and this was something yeah. that uh neil pointed out before sins rising that this story like he tries to you know pepper in the some of the lighter this felt much more like the friendly neighborhood spider-man uh issue that we really were hoping for because Kendrick got very very in the weeds, very very dark. Absolutely. It's kind of like a bit of a breath of fresh air after so much grim dark that we've gotten over the last few issues, which is necessary because obviously Peter's been driven to the point of internal insanity. And so last issue felt like, okay, we're addressing it. And obviously the big reveal at the end with the Mephisto, Reveal last week or two weeks ago, really felt like okay, all right. Now we're starting to build towards something. So I'm really, really looking forward to the rest of this arc and into next arc. And I, I'm always down for good old fashioned Robbie So give that to me every day, all day. Mm. Absolutely. Referencing daniel brace Zach in the waist. <laughs> Super- also,
1: also, also I forgot to mention it. This feels like a very strong evolution. I've, I've mentioned in. An- earlier episodes and I think I mentioned on satellites once. So go, go guys, go to Patreon.
0: Um, <laughs> um, but eventually we're going to do a, a full, like I haven't figured out how we're going to do it. We're not going to try. I'm going to try not to do it the way they do it, but we're eventually I'll do a show where we talk about more Spider-Man satellites. But um, I, I I, I, after truth be told, honest to God, I'm waiting till after King of black is done before we even start
1: oh, that's a that's a good idea honestly I, but no i can't do it but 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 i forgot to mention it but um peter's i i guess uh live streamer influencer slash twitch streaming career here seems like a very natural progression of his relate not only his relationship with jonah but of his career as the times have gone on you know photojournalism isn't as hot as it used to be and so this provides a good way for him to you know have a job that doesn't feel yeah. like uh, Horizon Labs and I liked Horizon Labs but that felt a little too super sciency and convenient mm-hmm. this feels more like a do on your own hours kind of job that he would mm-hmm. um, mm. and, and also I, this is something I didn't think of before now but anyone else remember Back to Basics where Peter got split into two and one side of him became a corporate sellout and the other part of him <laughs> became a responsible, a responsible schmuck Yes. That's going to come and backfire, I think. Like that, that you know, love of that, that need. Not, I'm not saying need for money, but like you know, the financial side of him right. is taking the bait, as it were. And I think that's a very interesting note that Spencer is kind of subtly bringing back.
3: It's all connected.
0: Very much agreed. I, I think this issue kind of brings that interconnected storytelling, and not that it didn't happen previous it's just it wasn't it didn't feel as fluid obviously kindred was such a big thing that it had it needed that space to really operate but i'm glad that we're kind of pulling that back and going okay there's other things going on Gog and robbie and, and l thompson so i'm really like i say really excited about this issue
2: oh yeah no that, that's great neil that was a great point about peter honestly i i didn't think about that the fact that we're going from the Horizon Labs thing, which I liked. Uh, I'm glad you acknowledged you liked it, too, because I know that's kind of a, 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 touchy point, or a touchy point for the slot anti-people, whatever. But I, I do think that the idea of having Spider-Man in some, something that is a little more, I, want, I don't want to say relatable, but something Grounded. relatable. That, yeah, 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 exactly. Um, and that it's also a callback. I think that's the big thing for me is, as I'm reading, I, I'm doing this kind of big... Uh, you know chronological read of spider-man I but yeah, i'm so sorry uh chronological <laughs> readers i'm out of control uh <laughs> this whole chronological read of spider-man and i'm at the point now where he's re- he's this the student teacher at yeah. the um, empire state and mm-hmm. he, you're, you're only, but he's also the photographer so he's doing those two things plus he's spider-man i mean it's mm-hmm. like man What's crazy is I can relate to that even now and as a young man, because I was like in multiple bands at one point, I was trying, I was, you know, burning the candle on eight ends and you're doing so much stuff. It's crazy. And I like the idea that they're giving us, they're giving him a job that he can kind of go in and out of, and he can have a reason to be there and to get in the middle of things where I think horizon labs, and, and I will admit to this, it's a little bit more, formulaic what you have to do with it because that all has to be around science, right? I mean it has or yeah. around the oh, you have hey.
1: you your, you your cliche nerd stereotypes you've got yeah, exactly you know you, you got your you got your fat neck beard you've got uh, <laughs> I'm not that's not wrong that's what Grady yeah, was yeah grady scraps uh, oh god uh, you, you've got, you oh, got you've oh, got a
0: genius got, and they tried to work around it by saying you can come and go as you please blah 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 here oh. <laughs> this, to me what this feels like is the natural progression of how do you make Peter Parker a photographer, but not a photo? But, but make it relevant for 2021. Make it new. And yeah, make- like,
1: her, like Horizon Labs feels like, uh, you know, the, the post scarcity Star Trek kind of career choice. Whereas being in being on like Twitch, like I, like I mentioned earlier, doing your own hours. Yeah, like mm-hmm. that. That's the, that's the career choice for the for the work in, for the working man in our in the year
0: of our Lord 2021. Well, and uh, that, <laughs> I, I'll say this too um horizon labs was the realization to me of like what the mackie burn tried to do with tricorp and then they just dropped it because it was mackie and he just dropped plot points you know willy-nilly uh so i i always appreciated horizon labs because that did have potential whenever it was whenever tricorp was introduced and they they did you know milk that for all it's worth uh, I certainly enjoy the Horizon Labs era much more than I do the Parker Industries era. Um, which I will bring up in the next book with
1: probably because he had a better supporting cast to bounce off of that didn't constantly like yeah, there wasn't like I a agree with that.
0: of
2: cast members. I like Parker Industries but I'm with, I'm with Neil. I better supporting cast of Horizon for sure. Uh, I think
1: Horizon Labs it's it, it, it was it, it served a double it served double cited purpose. The first was to give him the resources he needed to constantly make Spider-Man gear and you know new super suits yeah. that yeah. serve singular purposes. And the other was to basically have your you know your come and go job as you please, as long as you have an invention that would somehow conveniently tie into his next uh into his next important villain arc. Yeah. Uh, and you didn't have to worry. He didn't have to worry about money anymore. He had like this swanky new Tribeca apartment. And by the way, Tribeca is insanely expensive. If he wants to save up money, go to like, I don't know. It's like, New York. Everything's <laughs> insane. Well, Tribeca, Tribeca is expensive for New York, especially for Manhattan.
0: Well, yeah. So, I, needless to say, all things considered, all things being said, all things being equal, I feel like this story did a really good job. And I think everybody feels this way. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, the great thing with this issue is that our, our grades were lowest grade was adam's kind of b plus so adam but he was
3: a oh can i one, one thing let me let me say one thing this is more like a just a little it's like a writing thing that spencer did i i love that in the first like two pages he's like you know peter's like oh yeah i went through all this stuff but nothing's really changed juxtaposed with the new suit i love that <laughs> yeah
2: yeah well uh, it, I, it it brings
0: up a comment that i was going to read right quick saying subverting expectations can be satisfying providing it's not overdone like the last jedi where it felt like the director was saying hey your shoes untied (laughs) made you look for two and a half hours okay can
1: i be honest real quick i hate how the last jedi has poisoned the subverting expectations well because as, as someone who really enjoys knives out
3: yeah, go Another watch Reed that.
1: By the way, <laughs> go did. watch Knives Out. And watch um, Brick
3: too. Watch Watch Brick, Brick is good. Brick is good. But my my
1: point is that like The Last Jedi poisoned the well of discourse when it comes talking about you know expectation subversion because now every time someone tries to like flip the switch on someone, everyone just goes to The Last Jedi and goes, "Well, subverting expectations is bad, guys." And it irritates me because it's made talking about plot direction and pacing utterly. I don't want to mm. say toxic, but it's 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 made it reductionist.
2: That's sure. a that's a good point. That's a good point. I, one thing I want to bring up about uh the costumes and I, I it's funny because I'm going to I keep as I keep going I sound like more and more like a sl- anti-slot guy, I guess you could say. <laughs> uh but I'm not. I want to make that for the record. I'm not. What I think is interesting is if I look back at the I see the major costume changes of Spider-Man. Okay? There are, and I don't really count the slot stuff as major costume changes. (laughs) No, 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 no. I don't, I liked, I liked that idea what slot did, but what I will say is what we're already getting with, with Spencer. And I think if you look back at all the major costume appearances of Spider-Man or Peter Parker, 616 universe, that if I, if you will, I will say that their costume always revolves around kind of a major story. So what's interesting is with the black Spider-Man costume, obviously Secret Wars and all that stuff, we you get the Iron Spider suit that also is a brand new kind of like into the Civil War. It's a big purpose. It only served a short period of time and the black suit a little bit more longer than everything else. But uh, well, it, has uh, staying,
1: it has staying power because of when it was introduced and how often and how it has a dual purposes like Peter's angry suit.
2: Yeah, I, which again, I'm not sure we talked about Adam on our last show, but I think or what show I talked about it on. But I t- I brought that up. I like the idea that he went you know back and forth. I think it was last episode actually or um, our last show. Um, but what I love about what this kind of does is it introduces a new aspect of Peter, and it's gonna be it's gonna be a plot point. It's gonna mean something. It's not just a flashy thing. Which again, there's nothing wrong with having flash in your comic books. There's nothing wrong to have a costume change within you know for fun or you know which i think slot did and i thought he did it well but what i like about this is i think there's going to be a more of a emotional characterization impact of this costume than the other ones that that slot brought in and that's what i'm kind of looking forward to and i think that's what kind of in the tradition of the iron spider suit and the black spider-man suit so yeah there's gonna I, be
3: consequences to this i'm,
2: I'm yeah, willing to
1: exactly. i'm willing to bet because i mentioned my theory of like chameleon sponsored this suit because he's using it to gain like intel on peter right. or something and i think that like it sounds it'll ref- like it'll, it sounds like chameleon's it,
3: mo kind of <laughs> it sounds exact.
1: It's, it's exactly what chameleon would do and i think that it'll cause peter to reflect on whether or not you know selling out is a good thing even yeah. if it pays really well i know we've kind of had this storyline before with peter parker paparazzi but this feels much more in character for him because he's not like actively being malicious in his intentions yeah. Yeah. He he's with Peter Parker paparazzi, he he was there it, it was sort of active malicious nature to how to his job performance. Here, he's not actively harming anyone,
3: he, and a community is being built around he, it.
1: Yeah, he's he's building a brand rather than just taking pictures of celebrities' personal lives. Right. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I, yeah. Well, I, I mean, yeah.
1: I
0: love I mean, it I, again, and, and we're definitely going to talk about that. I think when we get. A little bit further along i know i keep teasing about it but we are going to we are going to do the um we're going to do the the, the slot debates sooner rather than later i think probably a little bit later on this spring um those may be pre recorded they may not be live
2: um, yeah but but we're, we're just going to remember we're going to go in the actual chronological order we'll do because i haven't read the 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 evil is, that, is it evil that men do is that what i'm thinking no, it is spider-man human torch I'm thinking of something else. Kevin Smith, I think I'm have one. Yeah, you're thinking of that. Yeah, that was
1: Kevin Smith did Evil the Men do slot. I was stupid.
2: Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I, I haven't read Human Torch Spider-Man yet, so we'll re- we'll start there first. And yes. we'll just keep we'll just, we'll just go and just do it chunks. We're gonna we're, we're gonna do
0: it in chunks. I, I will I, I'll put out like when we when we finally get ready to do it, I will put out like a big like social media post on Facebook and, and Instagram and stuff like that when we get to that point. So, the slot debates will ensue sooner rather than later. But, yeah, uh, speaking of people from the slot era,
3: <laughs>
0: let's talk about the new issue, the new number one that came out today. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. It's called Non-Stop Spider-Man. because you-
3: Because, yeah. Wow.
0: <laughs> so... Yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna read my history uh, I'm, book. I'm gonna make this very, 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 very brief. Basically, we get thrown into a very um, disorienting scenario where Peter Parker is being chased by a bunch of random thugs. and media res that are—it's uh, a pulse-pounding, action-packed, adrenaline-pumping comic that goes through the 22 pages under the comic equivalent of the shaking can. It's a very—it's sp- a very special drug episode, by the way. Yeah. It, everything's askew. The panels are askew. They're not like straight on. There's this this style that they do. It, nothing. Everything is just slightly off. And it here's you know continuing to fight. He's having this conversation between Kelly and <laughs> not our Kelly.
1: Actually, but, I I did bring this up uh, before we started, but I did I did some digging. Turns out these are the exact same characters from amazing from Spencer's Amazing Spider Number Thirty Two that he introduced <laughs> at the beginning. I'm assuming because nonstop was supposed to come out like immediately after 2099, yes, but it didn't. It's mm. it, as I mentioned before, it is the book that perpetually never came out until now. Um, and so these characters are members of Peter's class in ASM Thirty Two. They're the ones that are like, "Oh, Parker Industries, we're never going to let that go."
0: Yeah. So, needless to say. Um, Peter's trying to save the life of his friend Kelly. Uh, there was a funeral for another one of their classmates who died through mysterious uh, drug circumstances. And so straight-A students, they seem to be targeting affluent, smart people from ESU. That's the overall mystery. We then get a brief uh, letter from our good friend Nick Lowe uh he's not a good friend he's just that's just he's just a guy
3: he's zach's friend now
0: <laughs>
1: zach zach loves him
0: well of course he he printed my letter so like you know, <laughs> he's been elevated in my eyes but Low writes a uh, writes a brief one page letter we then cut to the second story which is basically revealing who the big bad of this issue is paul <laughs> And Paul's excited because it definitely relates to the fact that Falcon and Winter Soldier is coming out next week. And <laughs> Baron Zemo taking out some supposed Hydra to true believers and uh, doing it in a very ruthless style. And that is how, uh, and then he announces that he's on his way to New York. So uh, to be continued. So apparently Baron Zemo is the big bad of the story. Don't know anything other than that. It's very, very short read. Um Guys, thoughts. We'll start with Adam.
3: Oh man,
1: <laughs> <laughs> Paul's the one that had something to say about. It and he doesn't, and he's like, "What?
3: Why are you doing this to me?" Ah! I'm
1: I'm
0: I'm closing <laughs> with Paul because he's not fair. Have the- that's fair. Okay, right, that's a good. That's a good. Call. I,
3: I think I'm gonna. I'll try to keep this sort of brief because. Yeah. Um. What's your grade first? B. Um.
2: Okay. Okay. That's fair, Adam.
3: Like I, I like it, and I don't like it because, like, first of all, I'm I'm fine with Bachalov's art, whatever. Spider Man's cute, sure, fine, whatever. (laughs) And I like the like kind of you know diagonal panels and all that. That's kind of fine. It's like it's an easy read. Like it, it kind of feels good to read. Like it, it's very it's very fast paced. Like in the you know it 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 all flows well i think um what i don't like is uh joe kelly's writing this like it's some kind of noir mystery thing which it is a mystery but the th- there's this noir tone and i like i like crime stuff i like noir stuff mm-hmm. but this i feel this tone like how he has peter talk throughout this whole thing i that doesn't feel right to me like it it feels off um i don't know there's just something about it that's not quite gelling with me there i guess i just feel like peter doesn't really talk like a detective he doesn't he doesn't talk like joseph gordon levitt's character in brick who was a high school student and anyway you'd have to see that movie to yeah, know what i'm yeah, talking about <laughs> <laughs> um uh, but uh yeah, I don't know. It's like, it, it was just. It's just kind of. It, it's it's a it's a weird one for me. But i I I guess like if if we're gonna keep reviewing it, I'll I'll keep reading it. I mean it, it's it's fine. And also the Baron Zemo thing, like that was like, how do you do, fellow kids? Because like, why why is why is Zemo talking like a you know talking like me? Like yeah, like Neil or <laughs> my age. Like what is what is going on here? <laughs> He's like that. I thing. don't. Know, I don't know how. I don't know how Paul feels about that, but because I know he's a big Zemo fan from what I've gleaned. So,
0: all right. Um, so Neil, I, yeah.
3: I think I'm. I think I'm uh, done.
1: <laughs> I'm giving, I'm going to be a lot meaner to it than Adam is. I'm going to give him a C. C minus, actually, probably. Um. So one of the, this this book actually was kind of exhausting to read in a weird way. So not only was Bichalo's art really all over the place as is usual with Bichalo the the major upside was that he didn't have um he didn't do his own colors this time he had i think Hayes Ebertov doing his colors
0: it's much um, brighter much better brighter color palette this this yeah yeah.
1: yeah the the problem is he's, he's got so many like weird scattered lines everywhere that it's really hard to follow what's going on um i mentioned earlier before we started that like he doesn't the, the colorist doesn't give this is on this, is, this isn't on um but it is on the colorist that he that he gives uh Derek the the male student uh he gives him blonde hair instead of you know his black hair and then he changes kelly from a black woman to a white lady yeah for no reason that um but aside from but aside from that like it's just way too frantic and its pacing is all over the place and it just feels like it's trying it's it feels like it's trying to be way too fast paced at once and tell its story all in one go Um. Yeah, Mankin's like now. I'm trying to picture Neil wearing a Zemo costume. I could pull it off. I could pull off the the ski mask and the Domino and the Domino cape and the Domino jacket. Um. But I don't know. it, It also the diagonal the diagonal paneling and the and the the diagonal the diagonal dialogue boxes the internal dialogue boxes those were obnoxious and it felt it it actually like I don't want to say it hurt my head to read. But it, but it was like getting a mig- I was like getting a migraine from reading it at that my angle. Problem. Okay,
0: so so that kind of leads me to my one of my big points. Uh, I, I'm giving this a C, as well, uh, a straight C. I'm not, I'm not giving it, you know, anything lower than that because I, I don't think it's it's fair it, to to judge it on a on a single issue. However, the pr- I, this askew shaky cam attempt of trying to be fast paced and like frenetic and stuff like that and make it a bit disorienting i understand what they're trying to do so i appreciate the attempt however it's not my cup of tea i didn't know who kelly was i didn't know who Derek was there was no explanations as to who these characters were. Why am I supposed to care? Why am I supposed to care about we, people caring about these characters?
3: We, did,
1: we didn't. I don't think Zach knew they were from the from the first Stark until there. I pointed I, it out. I, I, I,
3: didn't, I didn't either. I don't, I don't think I, I don't think that. I didn't know that
0: either. Really, <laughs> I don't think that was important either. Though I I was like, oh, so these are okay. Okay, now I'm now I'm kind of vaguely remembering these. Neil had to post the pages from that from that issue to, to, to jog my memory because I'd completely forgotten it. So this really, this debut issue really got hurt by the fact that these characters were introduced in ASM and they were going to be brought in to this to this particular. I also think this is one of the reasons that we've delayed the clairvoyant stuff and the ESU stuff is because they were supposed to appear in this book. So unfortunately, this was a victim of the of the pandemic. Um, but again, I'm like, okay, as I'm reading this, I'm like, I, I don't understand why I'm supposed to care about why Peter cares. That's a problem. It feels like I'm coming into the middle of an episode of a TV show, which well, yeah. this, it's called
3: it, it's called in media res. It like starts in the, in the middle of a thing.
0: <laughs> yeah. This is a trope that the TV shows do all the time where we start like halfway through or three quarters of the way through the story. And then we go back via flashback. We really didn't even do that. It was a little bit of flashback, but not much. And I, I just, the, the disconnection between the storytelling for me was like, okay, I I get what they're trying to do. They're trying to make it, you know, really fast paced, really, really snappy. The artwork is probably some of Bacciallo's best Spidey work that I've seen. It's still overly busy, it's still overly needlessly. Um, stylist stylized in my opinion but I can accept that knowing full well he's he's the you know he's the main artist. Okay, cool. Also know there were some personal things relating to COVID as as pointed out by Neil I think last episode. So I understand that there was some other extenuating circumstances. Uh, I really liked t- truthfully I much rather liked the 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 Zemo bit at the end much better. Uh, in fact you know, I think that probably saved it from being a C minus. Truthfully, for me, which I was like, all right, okay, cool. Zemo as a Spidey villain. Haven't seen that since the. S- truthfully, last time I saw Zemo and Spidey fight. Uh. So, last time I saw Zemo and Spidey fight was back in uh, Spectacular Spider-Man: Death of Vermin story arc. JMD Matea Salbusema. Uh, right around issue 200. Um, so it's been a long time. So there is a history there, but really, really enjoyed it, uh, that particular story. So I'm like, all right, I, I, I'm down for a modern Zemo Spidey fight. Let's see what happens. So I'm, I'm all for it. I'll continue reading it, uh, but I'm hoping that there'll be some more depth to the storytelling because right now, Joe Kelly is very hot and cold with me, so we'll see what happens.
1: Is it oh, bad? That I, is it bad that I didn't like the Zemo stuff? I'm not a big Zemo I, fan to begin I with.
0: But I didn't like, it, like how, he was, it, how
1: his dialogue. Def- <laughs> like, I, I, know that Adam kind of pointed out the "how do you do, fellow kids" kind of angle to it, and like I get what Kelly was trying to do. That that's how Hydra has to evolve.
0: Yeah,
1: but it, it just came off really. It it I, I, it's it's where, where you, you know where you like know the what they're trying to do, but it doesn't work, and that makes it kind of worse. Sure. That's
3: that
1: that's how it kind of felt with Zemo. And it's mainly think, it might just be because I'm not a huge Zemo or Hydra fan. So it just kind of fell flat for me.
0: Right.
3: I didn't think that Baron Zemo was the kind of guy to, you know, from my very little knowledge of the character. <laughs> I don't I don't know. like I just the, the dialogue is off for me. It doesn't seem like this, you know, big bad Captain America villain.
1: This isn't the guy who made the Thunderbolts. <laughs> Right. This is this is the guy who pranked me at my college frat party and then, yeah. then got gave someone a swirly.
2: I I totally disagree. After literally I just read the last twelve issues of the, or the first twelve issues of Thunderbolt this last weekend. Like I literally yeah. just read it. Um it, I guess for me, I guess I'm going now because Zach just left. So yeah, uh, just, yeah, just go. Just go. So <laughs> I personally really like this issue. I was not expecting to like it to be honest, because I'm not a big Chris Pachalo fan. Um, And I think that I, I mean, I haven't hated all this stuff. There's elements of of his stuff that I like, but I just, you know, I think you guys all nailed it. The coloring really helped a lot for the most, for the most part. Uh, I think this comic book and his art, especially Uh, I thought that the details that the, the, coloring brought out made his work really really shine to be quite honest i really liked it um joe kelly and obviously uh chris pachalo have done some salt i think some solid work back in the day in the gauntlet um they did some cool stuff back then now it wasn't all you know lollipops and rainbows from, you know back then either uh me we'll don't get me started on shit uh, i'm not don't worry i'm not even bringing it up you brought it up not me uh but <laughs> that was Zeb so, wells that was yeah, wells wasn't that wasn't joe kelly either but they did some, like the hammerhead stuff i thought was okay granted it's it's that was a little more the art was a little bit more avant-garde if you will and i was not as into it this to me feels like a great balance of pachalo kind of pushing the medium a little bit differently And I think also playing to the strengths of the the comic medium of of itself. So I, I for one, love the lopsided panels. I thought that was a really good touch. I thought it was a really, like you brought up a great point, Zach, that it gave it it an energy. And whether you like that energy or not, it's whatever. It's within the panels that you have to kind of decide for yourself. But there is some great dynamic stuff in this that I was really captivated by. Now, like Neil brought out that I had no idea who those characters were. I didn't no idea what this even took place in the timeline that's probably my biggest criticism of this book is that I have really no idea like what you know what's going on with these characters now what I will disagree with was Zach is that you said that you know there's no reason for me to care about this you know why does Peter care about these characters Peter cares about everybody that's how Peter okay. that's how Peter is but what
0: I mean by that is why does as a reader, why should I care about
2: Peter caring about the characters? Because I Under- care about Peter. Because well, Peter well. cares about him. He cares about everybody. So you, you see, that's what I I project myself onto Peter because in a way where he is, he's even people he he just knows from a very um, any any way he knows them, he's going to protect them. I look again. I've been reading the uh, i uh, the, excuse me, my, my chronological Spider-Man stuff, and right now I'm in the ESU stuff, and. There's people he cares about that he shouldn't care about, and he does. There's the mate, yeah. the Marcy girl, right? I mean, Marcy King. You know, when yeah. you when you're
0: in that era, you're like, why does he care about Marcy? Why does he care about Deb? Like Deb, he's a very bad. Yeah, like okay, he's not even I, a boyfriend I, to her. <laughs> yeah, I can completely understand your point about Peter caring. My point is, is like because I don't. It kind of dovetails off of your criticism of the fact where does this take place when does this take place who does this take that place? is
2: fair and that is fair
0: Thought first and i get that they were trying to okay we're going to disorient you and then we're gonna get to the story later on cool i do think
2: they're trying to disorient you though i I don't agree with that
0: that's just me well it's it's just because i think i feel like that they wanted to pr- like they want the name of the title to be reflected in the storytelling but i think it's there and i think it works i i do think it works on a basic fundamental level for me i need a little more
3: mm-hmm.
0: i don't and my my worry is is this going to be very decompressed to the point of is it gonna like Because this was a very To people talk about today's today's asm issue as a quick issue i'm sorry that's much more dense than this this number yeah. one yeah exactly I, I don't
2: know if i agree with that this this issue has a lot going on in it and, like, it goes by fast, but, but I don't know. I I think but it's – go ahead, that? I,
0: I, you know, I remember really disliking Superior Foes, and then it grew on me. So I'm perfectly willing to give I this a shot
2: that it deserves. So – okay,
0: You know, I'm you know, yeah, yeah.
2: And I, and I appreciate that, and I, and I know that about you. I know that you're willing to you're coming in with an open mind, and you're willing to give it a chance. And I appreciate that. But everyone, except for Neil, um, just ki- <laughs> I'm just, ki- I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. No, because I know, you know I know,
0: like what Matt uh, Matt Bird said. He's like, so nonstop Spider Man is really, it's not quite like J.J. Abrams. It's, not it's an- better. Abr- it's okay. better.
2: <laughs> Abr- okay,
1: I will say this about nonstop. I've, I have, I've, have- I've dunked on nonstop today but i'm gonna stop you at saying it's as bad as abram's man abram's man is like offensively bad
2: <laughs> I, I can't non uh,
1: Nonstop, non nonstop spa- non Man is like it's like ignorant <laughs> bad if that makes sense um okay. well i, I so yeah
2: so yeah guys the, so that, the, oh, trade oh, of, the trade
3: of, uh, <laughs> the, trade of Abram man, the trade of abram's man is out it's called bloodline or something don't buy it <laughs>
2: I'm gonna wait yeah. till it's it super cheap. Now,
0: normally, normally I'm not one. I, like I really. Sometimes it's fun to rag on a series, okay? And Abrams' man was one of those that I had a lot of fun ragging on. However, in terms of opening issues, Joe Kelly, being an experienced writer, not only television, this felt very much like a TV sh- uh, Spider-Man kind of TV show. The way he wrote this, particularly, uh, and being a veteran of the comic industry and. Re- you know, writing some of the best Deadpool of all time. If you really like Deadpool, go read the Joe Kelly Joe Mad uh, original series of Deadpool back in the '90s. It's fantastic. It's it's what it's what everybody that likes it, everything, everyone that ugh, English is still my first subject or still my first language. See, I can't even talk, make that joke, uh, Blar likes Deadpool, like Ryan Reynolds, Deadpool, the fundamentals are in that Joe Kelly run. So I'm I, like Joe Kelly comedy. I am all for give me Joe Kelly writing comedy. Uh, and I'm like, okay, I want to have Joe. I want to like Joe Kelly's um, Spider-Man. But it's been a very hot and cold experience for me. So I'm like, all
2: right, cool. I know you love yeah. Grim Hunt. Uh, oh. Sorry. <laughs> okay. I mean, hold on. Let me Zach, let me, let Paul, me please. Are, Zach, can you come out of the room? I need hold, on, now, hold on. Hold <laughs> on. I actually don't hate Grim Hunt, but that's just me. Um, no, I, I just want to say right now that when when I look at this comic book and again, everyone looks like everyone goes into a comic book or any, whatever you, you know, with their own pretenses and what they want out of it. And for me, I just want to be entertained and I want to have a good fun Spider-Man story and they gave it to me and, I, and I'm in like, I, again, I think the, the, the biggest criticism I think is Neil brought up is, is valid. It's. You don't really know the characters. You don't really kind of remember them from where they were. That, that is the biggest, that is the biggest problem though. Now knowing that I'm like, this doesn't really change it for me. I still like the issue the same amount. So, cause I got great Spider-Man and Pachalo delivered, man. He gave us some dynamic stuff. So I'm into it. And I also like the fact that we got the introduction of his new villain with Baron Zemo. And I will say that there Baron Zemo has been written all kinds of different ways. And Again, there's the the JMD Mateus way. He's the one who introduced the this version of Baron Zemo um, from back in the day, which I just got. By the way, hold on a second. I just want to bring this up too. Uh, uh, this is a fantastic, oh, fantastic run by. Uh, I went and bought it. Besides my wife knowing, she was very unhappy with me. Um, but um, <laughs> but, uh, but no, like it's. Fan- I read it from years ago on Unlimited. Read it. It's super, super good. JMD Mateus, Mike Zek, they are just like. Chef's kiss. Um Peanut so, Butter and
0: Jelly, man. I oh, mean it's
2: so good. It's so good. Um so then I would say the only time
0: I felt DeMatteis was better than Zach than with them with Zek was when he was with
2: Sal. And then yeah, that yeah. grew. So yeah. like yeah. those two those three guys. Yeah. So so, anyway, so Z, really quickly about the Zemo characterization. So, Zemo was kind of like this more of a, you know, not to say cackling, but more of a revenge villain at that point, point. and then Grunewald brought him in for Bloodstone, and Bloodstone is, like, he's, like, just over-the-top ridiculous. Like, he's just, like, <sighs> like, all the time. He's just, he's ridiculous. He's, yeah, like, yeah.
0: he's, like, the claw from uh, Inspector Gadget. Yeah,
2: exactly. And again, but then you read, like, all these other books, he's just all over the place, and He's just an over-the-top character, and I think that's what you're reading in this in this book. Because when I read this, the, the dialogue in this in this comic book from him. I never once thought of like, there, you know, he was trying to be cool or whatever. He's just being Zemo. He's just over the, he's a little over the top. If you even read the Kurt uh, the, Busick the Thunderbolt stuff, he's totally over the top and he's just like super, in a, in a, but not in over the top like Jim Carrey way. He's over the top of whatever he's like doing and like at that moment. So like whether at that moment he's like the leader. So he like behind the scenes being like, Moonstone, what are you doing? Come see me right now as Citizen V. You, can't, and, he you and he's like Zemo's unhappy with you. Ah, you, know? you, can't, you you can't be in love with Mach. You can't be in love with Mach
3: One.
0: Yeah, yeah.
3: <laughs> Songbird, what are you doing? You can't be horny.
0: Yeah. I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna lie. Barb- I, normally I am all about the '90s. I have not like I. I almost picked up both the Mach One, uh, Legend and the Citizen V Legend because
2: those are both really. Really good. I need a Citizen V like, so, right now. So, Paul, could yeah. I, can yes, I off,
1: can I offer a compromise on my thoughts on this issue? Yeah, that I, that that I like Kelly's depiction of Peter, but yes. I don't care about the world
2: around him. I, I think that's fair. But to me, but as a Spider-Man fan, I don't really need everything around Peter to like matter as long as Peter's into it, invested in it. That's what makes me invested into it. So I project myself on the Peter. I don't need to care about the people around him necessarily. For, especially for something like this, that I feel is it's very like kind of it's going to be wrapped up quickly. I, I don't mind it, but if this was like a uh J. Jonah Jameson thing, or it, it was again like just kind of brushing him off like that, or you get what I'm saying, it was a little more inve- the characters were a little more um investing, I guess, already. I'd be a little bit more upset or whatever, but yeah, I, I don't really care about the characters, I care about Peter, and, and Peter <laughs> cares about them, so I'm good. So, but yeah, I, I, I totally am with you on that, I, I, I am with you on that.
0: So so final question over yes. or under twelve issues, do you think it goes over twelve issues? No, uh, no.
1: No. I, even, I, is, I it 12? It, is it twelve? Is it Even if it sells well, there's been so many editorial delays that chronologically it makes no sense. Plus, I'm pretty sure Bachalo's gonna get gonna get another project that he's more interested in considering all
2: the personal problems he's had
1: that happened while this book was in production.
2: And to be quite honest, I think you'd all agree with me here. This, the title nonstop Spider-Man is kind of, it's more of like a uh, aesthetic than it is like a title. Does that make sense? It's more of a
3: branding thing. Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah, Thank you. Yeah. It's more of a theme. A theme.
3: theme. Yeah. It's It's a very odd title. Well, no, I get it because it's, like, what it's supposed to be. It's supposed to be, like, you know, the plot keeps moving forward, action, right. action. Like, there's it, a mystery, and I'm going to solve it. Like, I'm going back. Yeah. And, like, he's zipping around, and it's like, okay, like, I got to figure out,
0: you know, what happened to formula. this Austin kid. Yeah, like. Yeah. Which which I get. Wait a minute. Like, I'm an Austin kid. <laughs> this is um, I, I appreciate how. There's no time to lose. Yeah. the the side titles and make them their own thing. Very much like the eighties where the eighties had, you know, the dark book.
2: Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: The, the, the the stuff outside of, you know, slice of life was spectacular. And then amazing was, you know, where the bombastic big things occurred uh, during the eighties. So I, I, I think that they're trying to bring that aesthetic because of the fact that your lead writer, in Nick spencer is a child of the air er- of the 80s and 90s and understands what worked about those that era so you know we'll see but yeah no i like i say it, it's a, it's a good book uh it's not to me it's not a great book uh we'll see what happens but obviously paul liked it the most um <laughs> Here, here's, here's an that's edgy here's a, here, here's a question that I think paul will like is a music
1: do you think this is the kind of com do you think this is the kind of comic that that like advertisers put Kanye West power over
2: <laughs> no that's a great that's a great point I mean I I don't for me I don't mind that it's kind of on the nose and brandy you know like I get it like I it's for me I, I agree though that it's not it, I don't think it lasts 12 issues because I don't think I'd want that for every issue even past 12. I like the idea of it being its own isolated, like maxi series. Yeah. Like that's cool. I, I think season... that's good. Oh, go ahead. No, no, no. no please, please, please. No, please. Someone go. No, I'll go. I don't. I'll I don't, I, don't <laughs> get, I, don't,
3: oh. I haven't got. I haven't gotten, <laughs> oh, okay. I haven't gotten the feeling that this was going to last over whatever. This always seemed like you know a, a limited thing to me.
2: I agree. Yeah. What were you saying, Zach? What's your grade? Uh, a, a solid B. I think a solid B. There you go. Respectable. Okay. Wow, how yeah. about those? So I can
0: display it on the screen for everybody to see. Paul's grade was, in fact, a B. Sorry, there you go. Bam. All right, Paul' grade. So grades on this. Take it off very quickly. Paul, <laughs> see gone. And a C from me.
2: That's not. A, that's not bad scores. That's not a bad no. average. No.
0: Listen, and I, and I gave it, it a B. It is
2: though. okay. Yeah.
0: No. Exactly. Yeah, I,
2: not, I think that's. a not, I, I think it's valid.
0: You know, there's look, there's some people online that are like, oh, my God, this is the greatest issue ever. And I'm like, Oh wait, what? Huh? I did see yeah. a thing that
3: was like some something gave it five stars or four point eight or something like that. Uh,
0: yeah. And I'm like, OK, it wasn't that good. Now, so, now
1: you're now you're reaching for Marvel shill bucks. But yeah.
0: Um, but, you know, definitely definitely got that to me. And with with this issue, today's ASM very much felt like that. So last couple issues have been knock, knocking it out of the park for me. Um, but we will be back. Uh, okay. So let me kind of explain really quickly. Cause I think we're going to wrap the show up here in just a second. The schedule so no make my mayday this Friday. It's going to be next Friday. Uh, no Spidey dude experience next week because a, we don't have an issue, but also b um, the reason why we're not doing make my mayday on Friday. And, and is that I'm it's spring break. I'm going to go see my kid. So, uh, I will be in Houston, uh, closer to that guy, uh, as I'm pointing to Neil. As, the- as
1: I'm winking ominously. <laughs> yeah.
0: So um, I'll be in Houston. I want to see my daughter. Uh, obviously won't be in the man cave spider office uh, to be able to do these particular episodes. So like I say, um, on behalf of my three fine gentlemen here, I think we're going to wrap the show up right about here. Start wrapping the show up here. want to thank again. Oh,
1: turn it down.
0: <laughs> yeah, I forgot this one was a little bit louder than the other one. Uh, big thanks to, of course, our Patreon subscribers, Vinkman and Scott. Uh, you can always go to patreon.com slash Network. Reminder to leave us a voicemail at 818-925-6631 and email on uh, Network at gmail.com that is the email for the entire network so just shoot us an email tell us how you like things uh, be sure to also leave us feedback on your our your favorite uh, we want our patreon ideas as well but leave us feedback on your on your favorite pod catcher the uh, we want to get better obviously we want to know if you're enjoying it if you're listening to the audio versions obviously uh, we want to know how what you guys think of course you can always like share and subscribe here on youtube let people know about us. We've gained a few subscribers recently, and we're really thankful for that. So on behalf of Neil, Adam, Paul, myself, thank you for watching. Thank you for listening to the Spidey Dude Experience. We will be back in a couple of weeks. we we'll recover issue 62 of the Volume 5 of Amazing Spider-Man. Thanks for watching and listening, and we'll see you next time.